0: Welcome to the Honest EP Podcast. We are the podcast for health professionals and the wider community looking to explore diverse ideas in health, ask some hard questions and have some honest conversations. My name is Archie. I'm an EP based out of Sydney's Northern Beaches and joining me as always is the grandfather of EP and allied health business owner, Andrew. (laughs) Andrew, how are you?
1: I'm old. (laughs) I was called the grandfather today. That is very...
0: Very sad Rude Rude Didn't you I feel like you called yourself that Didn't I you, did not call myself a grandfather You called yourself Old Or uh, Experienced Or you called yourself something Because you were referring to someone else Who was Also Not Early twenties <laughs> In relation Yeah I, You started It's Yeah Okay fine but I'm, I'm not old Please all right, we're going to crack a beer. You're not old. You're drinking your beer. You're having your po- doing a podcast. I'm You're drinking old. a Hawks Patio Ale. A Hawks Patio Ale. Love it. First first thoughts? Yeah, it's great. It's I, I, I don't know what the exact definition of a patio, patio Ale is, but I feel like it's the idea is it's a beer that you can just sit down and drink really easily, and it's not overbearing in flavour. It's not... Uh, but it doesn't taste crap It's not a VB, it's not a 2E's But it's not like a really hoppy craft beer mm. That's like whew, after 2 or 3 You're, you're cooked mm. Like you could put down you could put, Several you could, uh, you could put down 2 doing a podcast Reasonably comfortably mm. Absolutely And not have the podcast go to shit <laughs> We will see we will find <laughs> out. We'll find out in 40 minutes What are we talking about today? Today we are going to have a discussion about uh, as allied health professionals working as contractors versus working as employees or with a salary. Uh, it's very common to have both in our industry and we thought it would be a good idea for uh, new people entering the industry, uh, people who are looking for new jobs, people who are working under one scheme. Uh, and don't know much about the other one, or would like to just hear some of the, the benefits of each, um, or some of the, you know, in inverted commas, downfalls of each, uh, and, and how they kind of fall for different people, when it might be appropriate. Mm. Uh, thought it might be an interesting conversation to have. Do you wanna start, Edge, by giving us a little bit of a, a definition of what we are gonna consider salaries and contractors mm. in allied health world? Mm. So I, I perhaps we uh, a
1: short disclaimer that mm. um, you know we are we are not HR um, experts here. No. Um, if you if any questions arise for you from this discussion, um, there are some great resources on the ATO website. Mm. Uh, Strawberry Seed also has a, a great resource on their website, who are an HR company mm. who do work in the Allied Health space. So if you would like more information, there is more information out there for free, Um, and it is worth your while exploring it. Don't ask us. Don't, for fuck's sake, ask me. (laughs) So, very, very, very simply, Hmm. right? Very simply, an employee works for somebody else. A contractor runs their own business. Right, so that's the ATO's overarching definition Mm. of the difference between an employer and a contractor. Mm. Contractor runs their own business.
0: Mm.
1: Employee works for somebody else. Now, there are six characteristics. Oh, six. And I'm, I'm... but fuck sake I'm not going to go. Whoa.
0: I sworn twice. <laughs> We're only three minutes in. This is excellent.
1: So there's six. There's six main differentials between a contractor and employee. Um, an employee um, can't subcontract work to a third party, mm-hmm. whereas a uh, a contractor may be able to. Okay. Um, the the payment. So the an employee is paid for the time that they work. For example, 38 hours or 40 hours a week. Short, you full are full-time full time 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 yeah. employed. Um, that could include commission. That could include like bonuses and rewards yep. and that sort of stuff as well. Whereas a contractor is paid on the result.
0: Mm.
1: right? So they are paid on an hourly basis for the, the result that they do. Um, a employee would have equipment and tools given to them hmm. to be able to fulfill their role, hmm. whereas a contractor would be expected to have their own tools and equipment and things like that. Right? So, if you think about a building site, for yes. example, a contractor would turn up with their own drills right. and kit. Their
0: own stuff, yeah.
1: And they have the ability to do that role themselves. Right. They're yeah. not relying on the owner of the building mm. company to provide the tools. Sure. For
0: them yeah um, on that is does that expectation uh, change in some uh, uh, health businesses I think there's a, a degree to which
1: as as an owner you might want to uh, Go above and beyond it, and provide a contractor some equipment to be mm. able to improve the experience that that contractor has mm.
0: um, with the client that they're working with. Sure, sure. Um, but that's not an expectation. Okay, so it's not a base expectation, but it's not to say that you may be provided with some equipment based on whatever your agreement is with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The owner. Yep. Um.
1: Now the next one. Is, is risk, mm. right? So, if you are an employee, generally, mm. you would be covered by the workers' compensation of the company that you're working for, mm-hmm. right? So, um, if, if we had an employee here and they got hurt on the job, mm. they would be covered under the company's workers' compensation policy. Mm. Whereas a contractor, potentially, would have their own workers' comp right. that they would fight under. So the risk of them like not being able to fulfil their role mm. and the financial implications that that might have mm. would be their risk. Okay, not the risk of the business. Yeah, a employee um, has, or, or an employer has the right to tell employees how they should work
0: mm-hmm.
1: right and and that's more more broadly that speaks to when you're turning up sure how you like how you wear the uniform yeah. whether you wear a uniform whether you wear a uniform um, are uh, the employer would say this is a client yeah. that you will see right um, and they have yeah and they have to, because yep. they have the the, they the employer involved. has said this yeah. is your client. Yeah. Whereas a contractor has the flexibility to to select
0: which work they will do. Sure. So. And what work environment, uniform, yep. Hours, that kind of thing. Yes.
1: Yes. So um, the the contractor has a greater degree of freedom mm. to select. Mm. Which work they do, when they do it, how mm. they do it, mm. right? Um, and and finally, an, an employee um, is not operating independently from the business. Mm. Okay. Right? So the work that they do is considered part of the business that they are working for. Sure. Whereas a contractor... Um, they are free
0: to work in the way that they wanna work. Great. So I guess an example of that is say, uh, as an employee during your work hours, you put together a resource uh, that is for clients. That is technically a resource for the business's clients. Mm-hmm. Whereas as a contractor, um, any resources you build are your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're kind of the six the six determinants of,
1: of what is a Health. contractor versus a employee. According yeah. to the
0: ATO, again, any questions? Please refer to the ATO. Yeah, not us. Not me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, lovely, cool. Uh, so uh, what we thought it'd be useful to do is to lay out our bias background experience within each uh, first so people know what experience we are actually talking from before we uh then provide uh, information and some opinions, I guess, on each model. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to start? Sure. Cool. What do you want to drink? Is there... I just had a sip. Okay, that's yeah. enough for a okay, second. You can go for it. Uh, is there a particular place where you want me to... Well, maybe... Uh, what did you start as when you entered out as an... Uh, entered the work versus an EP? Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, what happened with... Rebound, mm-hmm. uh, in terms of contractor salary, maybe very very generally. Yep, mm-hmm.
1: yep. I'll 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 give the the short version. Mm. So, um, rebound started as uh, like uh, most small businesses do, um, when we grew to the stage where we needed some help. Mm. Um, you know, a small business, uh, particularly in its in its early stages. There isn't a lot of cash lying around, no, right? No. It is very um, on the skin of your teeth hmm. sort of stuff. So uh, there was certainly not enough money to be able to afford somebody to come in in a permanent, yeah, uh, permanent role. So we started with contractors, hmm. uh, and you start generally with you know there, there is an overflow, there is a there is a surplus of, of work that needs to be done, um, and so you 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 know you recruit for a contractor to come in Hmm. um and and take some of that work sure
0: sure um so that's that's where we started we started with which would be the same for um most if not all of ep businesses as they start to build i'd say uh i'm not sure in other health fashion businesses you might have a better insight into that look it's 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 more around revenue right it's more just
1: about the You just don't have the capacity generally mm. to mm. to be able to employ people and, and it's a it's a bit of a risk as well, right? Totally. You know, if you're sitting there by yourself and you're thinking about like the the reputation and, and the experience that the clients want to have when they come into mm. the clinic, um to hire the wrong person at that point is is devastating. Yeah. Um so it's a it's a huge risk not mm. to to um, try and protect yourself mm. and, and mm-hmm, your business. Mm-hmm. So um, it's it would be, you know, very, very common for sure. all allied health businesses yep. to, yep. you know, when they're sort of growing, yeah okay. to start with a contractor model. Yeah. So then what happened? We we continued to grow. We uh, were able to realize that at a certain point in time what we were paying a contractor would actually be the same that we Mm. would pay an employee Mm. and at that time I had a conversation with with that person and well actually they had a conversation with me (laughs) um, and said like this person had two jobs Mm. Um, they were a contractor, so they, uh, they were doing multiple things. And I really wanted this person. I really wanted them to be be a, like a part of our team, in, team. A, in inverted commas. Yeah. Um, and offered for this person a, a permanent mm. position. Mm. So it actually came from, from them mm. as to like, this is what I want. This is what like I want security in mm. my job. I want a consistent pay packet. Mm. I want um, CPD and, and all these other things sure. that form from employee benefits. Uh,
0: so it was actually directed, yeah, right, from there, okay, uh, which is great. Yeah, absolutely, cool. Uh, and and then from there, uh, from now, uh, when we bring on uh, new EPS, at least because that is a very salvage part they, they come on uh, generally uh, as a as an employee now they do yeah yeah cool yeah that's kind of how it's gone for you there yeah. yes so we
1: we hire lots of new grads hmm. we like and, and I think there's a good match there hmm. that we as an employer, mm. we can provide all of this other stuff
0: mm.
1: yeah. that particularly new grads are looking for or, or the, the new grads that wanna work with us, what they're looking for so we can kind of accommodate totally. them. Yeah. Right? They want CPD budgets, they want mentoring, they wanna yeah. work in a team, they wanna work in a facility, mm. um, they want the opportunity to grow, they want career progression mm. and all of those things can happen much easier as, a, as an employee, which is yeah. why we
0: selectively choose that now. Without any renegotiation, really. Yeah. Other than what is your hourly rate kind of thing. Yeah. Makes it easier that way. Yeah, great. Cool. Well, I guess my experience kind of falls into that is I started here when you'd already started doing uh, employees for EPs. So I came in as a full-time employee uh, for 38 hours a week and then we're still here now. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing's changed. But my role has changed. Your role has changed. And what I actually do in those 38 hours has changed a lot. Mm -hmm. My utilization a year ago to now is different. It's actually gone down uh, in terms of how many face-to-face hours I have with clients a week. but. That has not been reflected in my salary or like uh, my income. Your salary hasn't gone down no, because exactly. of utilization. Yeah, has it down. hasn't fluctuated based on my utilization. Because mm. um, I'm an employee. Yes, so, sir. so that's my experience. So, uh, but then on the other side of that, um, my my parents run a chiropractic clinic. Um, my partner works at a chiropractic clinic, uh, and in their model, they run a contractor model. Uh, which has worked very, very successfully over the last 35 years Uh, and is very, very beneficial for them plus the people who work there as well as contractors. So I've definitely seen both sides Mm. of this. Um, I've also, leading up to this podcast, asked everyone uh, in my general, in my close vicinity, uh, their opinions on it to get some other information as well so we're not just kind of all talking uh only from one side of of the discussion Mm. and you know just kind of so perhaps let's let's dig on that so uh why would somebody want to be a contractor sure uh there's a couple reasons that that came up really often and early when i asked people that question one of the main ones was flexibility in terms of what they can actually do during a week. So, um, for, for my partner as a Cairo, she can choose what hours she wants to week. And for her doing Monday to Friday, uh, and big chunks of the day through like that is not ideal for her. Uh, It's not ideal for her as a human, for her lifestyle, what else she wants to do during the week. So her week is completely scattered and has changed multiple times over the last two years based on what she wants to do. And also based on what my schedule looks like in the week as well. So it started off with uh, meeting uh, the business where it needed to be, uh, meeting the practice where it needed to be and what hours need uh, was ideal to be staffed and where she was most likely to grow a caseload. Uh, and then now she's got a caseload and, and people are coming to see her and they'll fit around her schedule. She's going, you know what? I don't want to work Monday mornings. Um, I only want to work every second Saturday. I want to have Wednesday afternoon off. I want to do a longer day on Tuesday um, so that I can have time off on this day. I want to go away next week uh, and I don't need to tell anyone uh, other than my clients who I'll just close off my own books because I have the ability to close off my own books. Mm-hmm. And that's amazing for her who, Uh, she wants to be able to have that flexibility there of of things can change on a dime Um, and and it's really, really nice and it works really, really well for her. So Mm -hmm. the flexibility is one thing that's great there for her. Um, I was talking to one of our new EPs who worked as a contractor elsewhere beforehand and she put it in a good way saying that as a contractor, you earn as hard as you work. Mm. which I thought was really interesting. So Mm. for her, she uh, built her caseload and built a business uh, and worked really, 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 really hard. And then the harder she worked, the more money she earned Mm -hmm. uh, in a very, very short amount of time because she was just putting the hours in, seeing as many clients as possible, opening up diary space wherever she needed it to to squeeze people in. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so working huge hours, but got rewarded for it, income-wise. Mm-hmm. Whereas, as an uh, employee, she wouldn't have had that opportunity necessarily in a short period of time where she couldn't have gone, all right, for the next month, I'm going to work really, really, really hard, harder than normal, and mm-hmm. therefore be rewarded for it. Like No, it doesn't really work like that. Yep. You're, you're still going to be paid for the same hours, no matter what. Yep. Uh, so the flexibility was a really, really good thing in mm-hmm. terms of what your week-to-week looks like but also, when you want to not work, or when you do want to work. Mm-hmm. So, taking leave is mm-hmm. on you, really. Mm-hmm. But then there's another side of that coin, right? Whereas, Well, I suppose the other side of that coin is that when you take leave, mm. you don't get paid. You don't get paid. Yeah. If um. no one comes through the door, you don't actually earn any money. Mm. Um, so, that's something you have to weigh up there, mm. on that side of thing.
1: But, but I think if you're, you go into this with eyes open mm. and you realize, okay, if I'm going to take a holiday, then I just need to have a little bit more saved up yeah. because all the bills and all, all the sort of, you know, life expenses, mm. they're still going to be there. Yeah. Um, so I just need to save. I just mm. need
0: to be a bit more, mm. bit more aware of where my money is going. Totally. To be able to accommodate for that. Totally. Yeah. I don't have experience with how that works in Or how this works in the EP space, but I know in the in the Cairo space, or in other professions that uh, often use say shorter appointment times, um, the earning potential as a contractor uh, makes way more sense as a Cairo mm-hmm. because you can see so many more people during a day, during a week, that sort of thing. Mm. It's way more beneficial. Uh, in that situation, uh, in their opinion, to to be as a contractor, because the only potential is is incredible, and and to dig on that a little bit more, what does that mean, kind of
1: practically? Does that mean like longer hours or
0: control over their calendar? Well, absolutely. Like it, it's 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 not necessarily longer hours as much as like how many people you want to fit into a certain amount of time. Um, which as it, as a Kairo or as a more of a manual therapist that can be in like 15 to 30 minute blocks. Uh, whereas an EP, like I, I can't see someone in less than half an hour. That is I, I'm un, unable to really provide my service effectively, in less than half an hour where, uh, oh, look, you've, you've given me a face there. I've but given you like, a You're face. unsure on that one? I, I am unsure on that one. You think you could provide an effective exercise physiology session in less than half an hour? I haven't been in, I haven't practiced for a little while, but...
1: <laughs> but... <laughs> decision was less about the client and more about me trying to earn more money what's driving me to maybe do 20 minute appointments instead of 30 minute appointments do you feel like do you
0: feel like there's any trade-off there so in EP yes yes because I need to get a certain uh, volume of Uh, Stress to the body to actually have any (laughs) clinical effect on Mm -hmm. it. I have to have a certain amount of time under tension if I'm doing resistance training uh, to have some kind of effect there. Um, As doing some kinds of manual therapy though, you don't need that long Mm -hmm. to get the effect that they are looking for. Doing some neurological work, you don't need that long. Providing some forms of advice, you don't need that long. just happens that the uh, the, the mode of therapy that I use, exercise uh, generally needs a little bit longer to, to have that doesn't mean like I wouldn't be able to have some kind of clinical effect in less than half an hour but it would be <laughs> it wouldn't be enjoyable uh, no for, for, for the client or me, or myself mm. so therefore not a great client experience, therefore not ideal situation mm-hmm. in in some manual therapies, like Cairo, uh, you can provide a clinical effect in a short amount of time. Client experience can be high in a short amount of time, therefore, good situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this conversation got derailed. I don't even know how that's relevant to, to contractor anymore. Yeah, well, I
1: think it, it comes back to the, the autonomy of the practitioner, mm. right? So, stepping back to where we started this conversation, like as an employee, you are essentially told how, how you treat, yeah. right? Whereas, how long, yeah. how long and how many people, and, mm. and what are your expectations? What mm. are your KPIs mm. for that role? Mm. Whereas, as a contractor, you have more yeah. autonomy to say, well, I'm going to see people for this amount of time. Yeah, uh, I'm going to see this amount of people per day. I'm totally. going to work this hard. Yeah, right. So it's it's more on the mm. the contractor to mm. make those decisions for themselves. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Uh, one point on contractor as well, uh, and now I don't know if this would differ uh, company to company. A contractor can sometimes have the ability to set their own uh, uh, price mm. on an appointment. Yes. Is that correct? Am I making that up? We no, you're not making that up. That's good. Um, a
1: like stepping back to that definition, a contractor runs their own business, mm. right? So mm. as a as a business, mm. I would say that, okay, if I am going to contract to you, Archie, mm. my hourly rate is this. Yeah. So uh, I will take 50% of what I bill Yeah. and what I'm going to bill is this. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So um, if you don't want that, okay, I'll, I'll find somewhere else. Sure. Um, however there would also be other businesses that are like we have set rates yeah right yeah. so all 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 um, practitioners in this business mm. charge this rate and you will get a percentage mm. of that rate mm. uh, because of consistency yeah right? exactly. so it's just like yeah. the, the same rate so yeah
0: I think mm. that bit can differ mm. a mm. little bit yeah interesting let's pivot a little bit um, and talk about just in terms of Uh, income and that kind of thing there Uh, when you compare salary to or employee to contractor there is uh, much obviously much more fluctuation with contractor with a contractor model if people cancel you don't get that money Mm -hmm. if COVID happens and nobody comes into your clinic you don't get that money Uh, if you go away, you don't get that money. So there's so many things that week to week, day to day, will fluctuate a lot more as a contractor. Whether that uh, puts stress onto the practitioner is something that you then have to think about. Hmm. I know I was talking to one of our other EPs who used to be a contractor, is the stress of having days when, uh, or weeks when, you know, it just happens to be a high cancellation week, or it's cold and it's wet and it's rainy. Therefore, people don't do exercise, Mm -hmm. which is a legitimate thing. It is. Yeah. Um, They make less money. So Mm -hmm. almost dependent on the weather, (laughs) it could affect how much money you're making that week. Now, that is a stressful thing for some people. Mm. Um, So that is something to think about there. On the other side of things, if it's wet and rainy uh, and it's hailing outside and I come to work, I still get paid the same amount. No matter what. Mm -hmm. Um, now that has an impact on the business and the company because I'm not actually bringing in any, uh, any money to the business, but they're still putting out the same amount in wages Mm. to people. Um, so then it's, it's something for the business owner to think about in terms of does that even out. Mm. It's a,
1: it's a tough one, that one. It's, it, particularly when you're starting out, it's, it's hard to see the perspective mm. on that. Like, mm. um, if you're going to employ someone, then... Um, and, and particularly at the moment where the employment market is so on the face or on the bias of people looking, yeah, right? It's, definitely. It's, it's very much an employee market. Um, where... It's just an expectation now that you get a CPD allowance Mm. and you get mentoring and you get culture and you get team and you get all of these things. Yeah. Um, which, which we have to, like as, as owners, we need to take that into consideration because Mm. what people, you know, what what people get in their bank account Mm. at the end of their fortnight or their month is, you know, dollars but then on top of that you've got super mm. and tax mm. and cpd mm. and the overheads of running a clinic mm. and, and admin in. support and practice management softwares and yeah the support for the business mm. to be able to run so mm. accountants and mm. bookkeepers and lawyers and i all don't that do sort of stuff.
0: billing i don't do our facebook posts or instagram posts mm. i don't deal with our website there's mm. someone else to do that mm which are all these
1: overheads that get factored into mm. how much can a business support to pay someone, mm. right? And now when, when you're starting out as a business owner, you are doing all of those jobs. Absolutely. You yeah. are doing like literally all of those yes. jobs. Yes. Um, and it, it's, it can be challenging to then go, well, how can I compare or how can I put a job ad out that's going to attract someone mm. when Seek is just... Filled with
0: a similar version of of the same job ad. Absolutely, yeah. Um, Because everyone knows what they have to offer now. And so everyone's offering it. Because that's the market they're in, right? Yeah. I mean, when when Rebound started
1: employing people, (coughs) we said that we'd give a CPD allowance. Mm. And I I remember people going like, really? (laughs) Like, are you serious? (laughs) Whereas now it's like, so yeah. what's your
0: CBD allowance? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just an expectation yeah. that, that you do these things. Yeah, and and do you pay for all of it, or do I have to put some of my own money in for my own? Yeah, yeah. which is a whole other conversation. That's another conversation. Yeah, yeah, but yeah but about CPD. We'll, we'll yeah. come back to that. We'll one. come back to that one. Back on back on the point about like the fluctuating pay for um, uh, a contractor, it also means that if you have a really big week where you kill it. You pull in a huge amount, and mm. it's great, and, and it rewards you for that. Mm. Whereas, as uh, an employee, if you have a huge week where you do overtime, or not, you don't do overtime, but you, you fill you your diary to the brim. Expectations. exceed expectations. You 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 make great contacts, and you, you bring in like new clients, and that kind of thing, and you fill your diary to the brim that week. It's the same as the week where it was rainy in, and rainy hailing. Mm-hmm. So... Managing your expectations for um, what that looks like in your pay at the end of the day is mm. something you need to be aware of again. So it's kind of always two sides to that coin. Mm. Absolutely. Um, <coughs> so, so on that point, do you want more? Uh, do you want more flexibility and ability to to earn um,
1: mm.
0: huge amounts for for working really, really, really hard, mm. or do you want the uh, the stability mm. of it doesn't matter and, and I think the the interesting
1: point that you, you touched on there was that your earning potential as a contractor is on you yeah right mm. you don't have a business supplying you with mm. clients. you've got to go and get them yourself yeah yeah and it's it's often that tipping point for mm. a lot of people that like how much more time do I have to spend to fill my available sure. time Yeah, uh, that becomes like, when when does my business need to get some additional support?
0: Mm. How much sunken cost is there for your marketing, for all that extra time that's unpaid, building resources and social media and this kind of thing and reaching out to people? Mm. How much time and money are you putting into that that is not bringing anything in before it does Before mm. it starts paying off mm. And that could be Months Years Who knows Could be You
1: long just, time, don't, right? know. You just it, don't know it, You could be Absolutely Like killing it mm. And uh, You know You've got referrals on tap And, and you, mm. you don't need to worry about it You could Be the The opposite end of that spectrum mm. And going mm. like I'm working my My ass up here And yeah. I'm not Seeing The result from that
0: mm. Really hard mm. But it is interesting though, because uh, that's not to say that there aren't companies and practices out there where you are a contractor, but the the company itself attracts referrals, mm. and those referrals go to you, uh, and then you see them. So or maybe they go, they are referred to uh, your employer uh, or the owner, and they're full. So then they go and see you. So mm. it's not to say that you can't be a contractor in some companies where there is still referrals that aren't that you don't generate yourself but they come to you and you get business right they do and, and then
1: yeah the the challenge is that you are at the the behest of people supplying you clients the behest right what does behest if mean you are at the mercy Okay. Right. You are yeah. reliant on mm. a company mm-hmm. supplying you clients to mm. feed you to them, service them. Yeah. Right. And so if those referrals dried up mm. or the owner went on holidays or mm. whatever, it's like, Oh, where do my new clients come from now? Yeah. And then you sort of go, do I need to go and get them myself? Yeah. Do I need to find another mm. company to, to help supply them to me? Mm. Um, can be a bit over-leveraged sometimes. Overleverage over is an
0: interesting way to put it. Nice. Let's, let's pivot there and let's talk about culture and that sort of thing. Mm. Uh, that seems to be a word that... Ah! There it is. It seems to be a word uh, that comes up more and more in any workplace as something that's incredibly important. Uh, for you know for for, for staff well-being mm-hmm. for mental health for, mm-hmm. for being an enjoyable place to work for actual uh, measurable business outcomes as well mm-hmm. uh, and there's a million books about it I've uh, listened to a million books about it I'm sure you've listened to two million books about it <laughs> because you're normally the one who refers <laughs> me the books to listen to it um, and and is So, I'm going to ask you a question. Is there a difference? You're going to love this. Uh, Is there a difference in culture between a contractor and an employee? Or does there have to be? Does there have to be? No. Mm. Is
1: there? More often than not. Okay. As an employer... Now, I'm, I'm speaking of... From my bias, From your here, bias, your right? experience. So my experience. Yep. Yeah. Um, the contractor model tends to be more transactional. Mm. My time is worth money, and you are going to pay me for that time.
0: Mm.
1: Now, there are there are different ways the culture can be. Culture can often be built just by putting people in the room, mm, mm. right? If it it's the right people in the room, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. So, culture is a. It tends to have more more positive connotations, but it, but it can actually be quite negative, right? So you. You can choose to employ people because they are in alignment with the other people that are in that business or the values that that business has. Mm. And so you put those people in a room and you have a abundant culture, you have mm. a growth culture, you mm. have a client centric mm. culture. Mm. You put people in a room whose values are very different, who uh, might not get along personally with mm. people that have different priorities. Mm. You will have a culture, but it is quite... Well, what's in it for me? Yeah, right. Culture. Very me culture. Now, how do you build culture? Hmm. Well, if you Google it, it's like (laughs) social events and fun things and and that sort of shit, right? Hmm. Um, Which if you you try and do that and you have people that don't like each other, well, guess what's going to happen? You're just going to amplify that. You're highlighting the differences between the people. Yeah. Now, it can be, coming back to that transactional point that... Well, if I'm going to attend a social event, mm. you should pay me mm. to attend that social event mm. because it's my time for your business. And we're in a transactional relationship. And we are in a transactional relationship. And as a, as a business owner, there's something that doesn't sit well mm. with that. That I, I understand the value of your time. And this mm. is this is, you know, very true. Mm. At the same time, I'm trying to create a, a good place to work mm. and there needs to be a a give and take here so for someone to turn around and say well I'm not going to come to that social event because you're not going to pay me to be there
0: mm.
1: as an owner I go well, why does this person is even in my company in the first place right like that's that's not a great place to be making yeah mm
0: decision from, mm. a cultural mm. decision from, or, or people that uh, you would want to employ in your culture that you would like to build, you would hope that they would want to come to mm. that event on their Exactly, own exactly. Particularly if, you know, if I'm I'm paying
1: or the company is paying mm. for a speaker to come or for, for something to be presented and we're yeah, going out sure. to dinner and, and like yeah. the company will... will will fund that Hmm. um, makes makes that sort of go oh like that's that's not a great place to to Hmm. try and build a culture from I suppose the 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 opposite to that is the alignment of individuals values Hmm. so if you have people that are social that are fun that like to um that that want to grow, that want to learn to like the other people that yeah. they're working with. And you put on a and you put on a social event, mm. they will come. Great. Yeah. And so it doesn't matter whether they're a contractor or an employee. It's their values mm. as an individual and how they want to to be a part of a, a Community or yeah. a team and, yeah. and show up there
0: right. so it comes down to the people you bring into the into the company
1: yeah mm. so you you could have a, a very high performing company mm. right? Mm. you could have a, a company that is driven on let's say, as many people as we can
0: and we all were just like raining money Kerwin Ray <laughs> Kerwin <one>. Ray <laughs> <laughs> he's what's, well, he's got a high performing uh, culture where they're like what some crazy percentage of people at their company don't last. Mm. Um, And and they're happy with that because they don't want the people who don't want to to grind and push and grow. Mm -hmm. Um, And so their culture is like, we want high performers. We want the people who will push through and who will be resilient. And we want to build a culture of them Mm. together because they're going to egg each other on and, and, and work together and that kind of thing. That's a culture, and that's is a very a culture. beneficial culture for, for some companies, right? It's a very
1: high, like a high-performing yeah. culture. That yeah. you, if you can survive, yeah. you will thrive. They can grow like crazy. hmm Allied health. Mm. We generally tend mm. to be allied health professionals because we want to help people. Mm. And so the challenge becomes... How do you foster mm. that environment? Mm, mm, mm. You know, why, why is somebody going to choose your company over somebody else's? Mm. And and the only thing that they've got to go on is the CCAT mm. that's, that's in front of them. Mm. Um, it becomes very hard to say like... Uh, or it, it's very easy to shine a light between the difference of we have a great culture, we do team things, we like fun stuff. Yeah. Versus you're here to work, you're going to work, you're going to earn lots
0: of money, mm. but we're going to, we're going to push you. Yeah. To earn that. So what, right. what, yeah, what does each one, uh, what kind of person does each one attract? Mm. Mm. So I, I to, to, to come back to the
1: question, I don't believe that you have to be, that that a a employer model mm. is going to naturally just have a better culture, mm. right? Because mm. I can see that you can have an employee employer culture, mm. and it'd be really shit. Yeah, right. Yeah, just absolutely. because you are an employee of a business doesn't mean that you get a good absolutely. culture. Yeah, because again, it's it's about the composition of the individuals in that company. Yeah. So suppose practically, you know, if you are considering the difference between employee and, and contractor model, mm. but team culture is important to you, mm. they are not mutually exclusive. Sure. You can get them both. It's a reflection of the individuals that are in right. that company yeah. that you wanna be asking, like how how do we grow? How mm. do we how do mm. we learn? Mm. Um what support does the the owner or the business give to foster that growth yeah yeah
0: that is or could be irrespective of the way that they pay absolutely yeah so then as a person looking for a job those are the kind of questions you need to ask the people you're looking for a job from to find out if that aligns with you mm. so whether they are paying contractor or employee model you need to be finding out it's like do These people align with my values and the culture that I want to be a part of. Mm. That's really important there, right? Don't go, oh, look, they're they're looking for a contractor. The culture is not what I want. It's like, how would you know, unless you ask? Maybe it's a small business that can only bring you on as a contractor, like Rebound was in its early stage, but they're still willing or, or they still want your type of person, or your type of, your values. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Very, very important there. And, and the, the opposite is true there as well. Of, Absolutely. Um,
1: just because you're being offered an employee role doesn't mean that you're stepping into a culture of, of growth mm. and learning mm. and, and abundance. Um, you need to understand the type of people that you will be working with and the support yeah. that's given there. Yeah.
0: Um, so don't assume anything based on the model, basically. No. Do not assume. No assumptions. You must, you must work out for yourself the humans that you are going to be dealing with <laughs> and go back from there. Or read the posters on the wall. Or mm. look at the values on the website. Ask
1: to speak to other people in the team. Don't just speak to the owner or the person that's interviewing you. Ask to speak to the other members of the team. Because if, mm. if I... I, and again, this is my personal personal bias coming through. If I was interviewing
0: mm.
1: and uh, someone wanted to know about the culture, mm. um, I actually defer that question because mm. we normally have two people in the room. Mm. I will get the other person to answer the question about culture because totally. I'm very biased about our culture. Yes, But from it to, or from, for that question to be answered by somebody else mm. that's not the owner carries a bit of weight Mm. if that opportunity doesn't present itself like Mm. ask to speak to other people there Mm. right so that you can you can get an understanding about the owner's perspective on what the culture is
0: but Mm. also what the team's perspective on the culture is so so as the as the applicant then uh phrasing that question in a way that is not like i want to (laughs) uh i want to check you but make sure you're not full of shit. Um, (laughs) What is a nice way to actually ask that question? That is a way that a business owner would go, hmm, yes, absolutely, that's a great thing to do.
1: Again, I'm speaking from my bias, but if Mm -hmm. somebody said that to me, I wouldn't care.
0: I'd be like, cool, speak
1: speak to Archie, speak to Lauren, speak to whoever. Can I
0: talk to someone else? Is the opportunity to talk to someone else in the company uh, Mm -hmm. to talk about culture? Sure.
1: uh, do you have any uh, any people that have been with you for a while that that I might be being mentored by or yeah. um, that can I can shadow yeah. for me? Maybe that's a good way to do it as yeah. well. Like. Um, you get to see how those people interact with their clients and the other members of the Absolutely. team, and yeah. then while you're there, you can also go like, "Hey, mm. like culture is a big thing for me. Mm. Um, just wondering what your perspective of the, yeah. the culture is." Yeah. So perhaps like around, can I come in and shadow
0: for a little mm. while and, and just sort of get a Great question, get a perspective on it there? Don't necessarily just drop the C bomb. Oh, sorry, uh. sorry. <laughs> 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 the C bomb, the culture bomb. Culture um, bomb. Yeah. Don't, you don't necessarily have to use that word either, right? You can just ask people, "What's it like to work here? Do you mm. interact with the other EPs? How much spa- How much time do you spend with? Do you guys hang out after work? Mm. That kind of thing. Find out what are you actually looking for in terms of the culture, and in inverted mm. commas, mm. and then ask the questions within that.
1: Because mm. culture, culture overall, yeah. culture means different things to different people. Exactly. Right? So, mm. what what does culture mean to you mm. and, and being able to articulate those questions mm. to people that you're exposed to in the interview process
0: yeah shit we dropped a lot of C-bombs this episode <laughs> That's <laughs> terrible isn't it good to see the only uh, dot point I had left um, which is the bottom one on that list which is good because we have pretty much covered all the other ones I wanted to cover uh, was for, for business owners so on the other side of, mm. of this relationship um You've done it both ways. Do you have a preference? Well, obviously you have a preference. That's a silly question. I have, I have a preference. Yeah. The preference is, is to employ. Yeah. Yeah. Do you work with... I imagine you do. Do you work with other business owners um, whose preference is otherwise? I do.
1: Hmm. Yes. Some psychologists. Hmm. Uh, and, and perhaps the reason for that is not necessarily that they have decided that they are going to do that. It's more mm. the legacy of that Absolutely.
0: profession. Like, yeah. this is the way that we do it. Yeah. So they don't question. Totally. S- is- same as Cairo. Like you go in going, um, so what's my split? Mm. Am I 40-60? Am I 50-50? You don't go in going am I this or Doesn't am I cost. this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you go in asking about what, you're like wondering what your split is because it's an e- almost an expectation that mm. you're going to be a contractor. But yeah, so sorry, go on. Mm. So we
1: choose to, to employ. Mm. Now, the rationale there is that we hire lots of new grads. Mm. We bring lots of new grads into the team. More often than not, when we sit down and in an interview with a new grad, they and they ask like, or, or we ask, "What are you looking for in a role?" Mm. Right? The answer is mentoring, mm. support, mm. Uh, professional development, professional development. Yeah, not having to go and get clients. Yeah, people. Yeah,
0: people don't like that. Yeah, not as a new grad, they don't want to have to go and market themselves
1: because. They just come out of uni and, mm. and
0: want to like practice the yeah. skills that
1: they've just learned.
0: They don't even know what they're trying to market yet. I'm marketing myself, who is one of 60 people who came out of this uni with the same skill set.
1: Mm. So we we like hiring new grads, mm. and and the reason for that is that we can nurture them to become great practitioners. Mm. So culture is that is part of our culture that we we foster mm. and develop new grads into all sorts of outlook professionals. The word new grad is not in the in in the in the values, but it's, it's not, but mm. you can superimpose it. Sure. And so there's there's often a good alignment there mm. between what that person is expecting mm. and what we can offer to them. Mm. Right. Mm. So that's one of the, the the reasons why we choose to employ is mm. that I now have the perspective that with the growth that we've had with the with the amazing team that we have mm. when we bring somebody new on for 38 hours a week I'll get them full within 3 months yeah so yeah. I'm I'm confident mm. and full as in like utilization sure. 70% whatever. yeah I'm confident that we will do that mm. so it's not a financial scarcity that's, mm. that's driving that that resistance mm. it's like trying to marry up what we can offer
0: mm. with what they want um we're going on a on a retreat later this year to dot 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 oh I I'd somewhere get you. i thought i'd get you i thought i'd get him i tried i tried to get it on a recording never mind what
1: what it also offers is the opportunity for career progression Mm. because if you are a contractor you are a contractor Mm. it's very hard to it's not impossible but it's very hard to Mm. provide more opportunities Mm. more non-clinical opportunities for people outside of the traditional contractor Mm. model because it is quite transactional absolutely yeah time equals money Mm. unless the business owner is looking to transition out of a Mm. role that they're doing. And Mm. so they will pay for someone to mentor other people. But that's a very transactional mindset that's, Mm. that's quite
0: challenging for a business Mm. owner. Mm. Like why would I pay somebody to do the Mm. job that I could do? But then also like, uh, they may pay for jobs, other jobs around the clinic, uh, that they would like to be done, whether it's marketing or resource building or this sort of thing. Mm. Um, it may be on like a, a case-to-case basis mm. rather than a, a this is included in your weekly blah yeah because that would require a re almost like a rejigging of the the contract and bookkeeping yeah, absolutely mm. absolutely
1: but again uh, and we touched on this before that i am very aware of my own bias yeah. and knowing that there are companies out there that are contractor models that do have all of that wonderful stuff. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, It, it, it is definitely not a one or the other. Mm. You, you bring together the right people with the right intent and the right mm. mindset and the right values. Mm. It doesn't matter so much about yeah. how they are, how they are, you know, rewarded, are rewarded for yeah. the work that they do mm. if they're willing to, mm. you know, be in that environment and contribute yeah. themselves to that mm. environment, then you can absolutely have, mm. have a have a team that mm. is or a culture that is growth mind growth yeah.
0: minded, if that's and, important um, to you. Yeah. So I guess if we did have, I am wary of the time. Uh, if we did have one main takeaway from this as a contractor versus I'll title it versus employee. It said, don't assume that one works one way and one works the other way outside of what it looks like on the pay slip. In terms of what it looks like day to day and uh, what you can actually get out of that job and what the culture looks like, that is very, very dependent on the actual people who are involved within that company. 100%. Do you have anything to add to that? No, that's a wonderful sign off. Wow. How good is that? Is we had one takeaway from that entire discussion, <laughs> which is great. One takeaway on the beer. Ah, oh, look, I'm, I'm number two in. I, I feel like I should be sitting on a patio <laughs> just drinking. It's not raining and cloudy outside. No. It's not cold. It's very easy, easy yeah. to drink this one. Very easy.
1: Where'd you get it from? Just up uh, at the cellars up in. Uh...
0: Paid a fortune Ooh. for it then.
1: Yeah, like twenty five bucks for ridiculous. An... Oh, what are you doing? Because
0: at like Bayfields or Murphy's, you'd pay, you'd pay twenty max, I reckon. Mm. The little bottleos, all for small, all for small businesses, but they charge a yeah. fucking like an arm and a leg. <laughs> they do. For for <laughs> they, they do. There you go. Alrighty. Anything else? That's all. That's all. Thank you. Thank you. We're being really regular at the moment. We're trying to do uh, once a fortnight, so we'll see you in a fortnight. Bye. Bye.